This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Hello to the sports world we are back with the squad unfortunately the brendan sanders of the world is not here with us today so you didn't get to hear his beautiful voice yeah which we know or allegedly we know there's a reason why he didn't show up that <laughs> according we will, to him anyway yes yeah, that we will mention later in the podcast you're going to have to listen to the whole thing to find out why brendan's not here and it's very very sad well, for him. Well, for him. Not, not very <laughs> not, not many, not for, no, many others, kidding. but that's unfortunate. No, I'm just kidding. We miss you, Brendan. We'll, we'll have you back soon. Yep. So I am here today with Brody Kaiser and Brandon Worth. And I am Austin Arquette filling in the mighty role of Brendan Sanders as a commentator, officiator. You're on like the throne whatever. today. I know. You're it's on the weird. Throne. I don't usually do this stuff, but. The magic chair. I think what? We got a golf story, volleyball mm-hmm. story, top dog, um, some seniors getting another shot, and uh, March Madness to yeah. talk about today. So kind of want to roll. What? We going to roll right in with golf? Yeah, a little golf. This would have been my story for the week. Uh, Bulldogs hot teed off, get it? Because golf, yeah. Um, for the season, they had their first couple tournaments. Uh, so far, pretty good. Um, talked to Thomas and um, Dan Shattuck actually on um, the MVSP podcast that we host as well. So I had a lot of background going into this story, and it was a really, really good, uh, really good start for them. I mean, we've seen all but improvements so far. Especially, I think the the one of the things that they highlighted a lot was just being indoors for so long over the winter and finally getting back on grass again. Obviously, because Michigan winners of course love golf especially when you got six inch snow on the ground but the transition for them they've said that it's been really good uh, i know um thomas hersey did great he almost took the the individual title in the the second tournament but a couple hot rounds behind him caught up and snagged that spot in the the final round but still i mean he was great i believe he tied for third or fourth if i remember correctly in the in the entire tournament which was fantastic um our boys team finished tied for third and our women's team started tied for fifth or tied for fifth, yes, tied for fifth um, in a 17-team tournament. It was really good. Um, I'm Elena Eldred had some great quotes. She mentioned the the simulator um, grass adjustment. Like I think that's been like the number one. I think for all of the the golfers this season, it's just yeah. that adjustment. But um, everybody seems to be on a roll back to normal um obviously COVID has changed the season but everybody's moving past it and really doing well to start the season yeah i think it's really interesting that so far our spring teams have done really well um especially compared to uh, the winter teams absolutely hockey not mm-hmm. doing so well basketball teams not really doing the same that they did last year and the years before but so far all of our spring teams have been have been pretty solid golf volleyball and uh Soccer and tennis. Well, I mean, we got volleyball. That's a kind of transition to a spring sport because they didn't have a right, choice. Right. But, yeah. but yeah, so far, yeah. the teams that we have playing right now have, have at least performed better so far oh, than for and, sure. And Winter softball, sports too. Yeah, softball, softball, that's right. Softball is running. running. They're, they're running. They are also, nowhere. They got a young yep. team, though, so they'll be good for the next few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah. I just I got to ask you, did you talk to Wittenbach at all? No. For this article? No. I was wondering that. No, I I was trying to get a hook up. I was trying to get a hold of Coach Sullivan, and she was obviously busy because they had their tournament, I believe it was Saturday, yep. Sunday, or Friday, Saturday, yep. for the men and women. And then the women were going over to Ohio, I think it was, for or, or other part of Kentucky for the next tournament Monday, Friday. So they were basically 
she was basically rolling them all over on Sunday and uh, Monday, that. so she wasn't available to get a comment from. But I mean, she she actually got a hold of me on the other day, and she said they did great, and um, um, she's really excited at what they've seen what they've seen so far. So it's been it's been a good start for them, especially with everything that's been going on and the the change to the season. It's it's still they've done great. I I just would love to be like a fly in the wall with that golf team. How many nice courses they go to to play oh on my goodness, versus it's amazing. So just many basically traveling the U.S. to play, yeah. and it's like, are you oh, serious? God. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Crazy man. Yeah. But uh, from the golf world, we're transitioning to soccer as uh, Brendan Sanders had a top dog in Grace. I can't pronounce this last name. Verhage. Butcher, Verhage. Butcher I don't want Verhage. Verhage? Yeah, I talked to her this week. It was Verhage. Okay. Oh, I mean, if you want to talk to her about that Verhage. one, go for it. No, well, I mean... If you know anything about the top dog they chose. She, yeah, so my article for this upcoming week is about soccer and how oh, they started okay. 2-0. and um, And they've got the two games this weekend, obviously. But, yeah, Grace scored two goals and had an assist in their Sunday game, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they won 4-0. And then the day before, they had won... One to nothing. One nil, yep. Uh, so they started out two and zero, and Grace was the top performer. So Brendan, Brendan chose her to throw in for the um, yeah, top got, dog, which we're, we're seven bringing back now. Points on the season already. Holy no, cow. that was last year. She had oh, seven points all of last year. Oh, She's yeah, already yep. got three in two games. So mm-hmm. off to a quick start. There. And uh, I, I actually talked to her a little bit this week as well, like I mentioned, and she said that it's nice for her to start out strong because last season she didn't really have the year that she had expected mm-hmm. um so it was a good confidence boost for her yep top dog for grace yeah good job grace, good job, grace. give her a shout top out dog. on the podcast shout, shout out if she's listening yeah all right so then um volleyball, volleyball. another team we mentioned or i mentioned a little bit ago about starting strong um they actually were five and one i believe at one point and then they lost three games in a row mm-hmm. um I'm sure the injury to Katie O'Connell or whatever whatever reason she didn't play, I actually don't know if it's an injury. Mm-hmm. But she didn't play this past weekend, so they lost one against Northwood, won the other one. And the weekend before, they were swept by Michigan Tech, yep, I believe. Tech. Yep. Michigan Tech. Which so. is, I think, the number one team in the class. Yes, they 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 they're not, they're not like, but it wasn't like supposed to be a pushover or anything. They're, they're a legit they're, team. They're, yes, they're a very good team. And But regardless, they're 6-4. and four. Like mm-hmm. That's still a good record. Yeah. Um, and the thing I found most interesting from talking to Katie and then also the uh, coach Brandel Wilhelm was basically that they're never satisfied. They always trying to get better. Um, They're wanting to do more. And one of their mottos was every day we want to get 1% better, which I think is really interesting for a team that's already as good as they are. They have the reputation that they do of being consistently dominant um, and they're always trying to get better. They're never satisfied. So I thought that was really cool that even though they are off to a good start and they're not making excuses for themselves, in terms of COVID or anything like that, they're they're trying they're doing their best to to still improve. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's the mindset of champion dynasty teams is mm-hmm. you get better regardless. We can always do something better. We can always improve on something regardless how many how many games titles you win. Like you can always be better. But I did read something on the, the pioneer that was over this same game because I wondered if they had the same information and I I think they quoted O'Connell as injured. So I, okay. I think it's an injury okay. rather than possibly being COVID. But um, I, obviously, without her, I mean, she's the she's the catalyst. She's yeah, the spark plug, all American. She's leads the, the team in most major categories. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah, that girl is player. gonna go far one day. Yep, mm-hmm. she's, she's, she's a phenomenal a player. player, and mm-hmm. she's also one of the most unselfish people that I've ever talked to. Oh, yeah, in terms of an oh, yeah. athlete, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, we had her on the show, and it was just like she was just all team, 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 team. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like we could have threw her so many individualized questions and we would have still got team answers. But yep. that just shows the humble, the humble, you could say superstar she is. Yeah, yep. even exactly. with that, I mean, I even talked to her for my own article. So, I mean, she kind of got a double dip in this paper because she even told me she's she's coming back. And she said regardless if she talked to friends, family. She's coming back? She wasn't going to come back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, wow. that's what she said. She, she doesn't want to end volleyball the way that covid's gonna end it and she said that she'd rather call it on her terms i believe and i quote i believe and i quote it means a lot to me to be able to end my volleyball career on my own terms instead of a covid year but i think it helps all returning players to gain another year of experience in the sport and enjoy a year of playing before entering the adult world oh yeah i did i remember doing that well i guess now moving into your story i mean i think this was a really really interesting story i mean especially for me as an athlete and the athlete perspective i have i have dealt with a lot of these decisions obviously not as not as dynamic or life-changing as being a senior and potentially being your last year um i mean definitely there's so many there's so many aspects to it and just hearing different things from um different players i know um anderson had a very um interesting view on it Mm -hmm. Um, obviously o'connell did as well i thought Um, the best part of this whole story was that no matter who i talk to they all had different reasonings mm-hmm. for wanting to come back, and they wanted to come back. Yeah, they're, they're all different was, reasons to get to the same answer. They were all different, yeah. yeah. To yeah. get to the same answer. And I was, like, just mind-blown that they all had this just love and passion to play, that they wanted this extra year, and that they didn't want it, their careers to end this way. Mm-hmm. Because for some of them, they don't know if they're going to continue on or come back or... Mm-hmm what's next after ferris and so it's just really fascinating to find that out and i don't think i talked to one person that was like iffy or not sure if they were going to come back or whatever they were all heart tuned found on coming back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean especially i think walt was one that i think a lot of people were wondering especially with the the way the basketball team and especially the way he's played the past two years Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like there's that was that was one we were all wondering is he going to come back is he not the team's going to change and i mean just like the i know i i read the quote that was talking that he talked a lot with his family and um how we end off basically on better terms would be kind of a, a way to say it but basically like they told me they would love for me to stay next year and help on and off the court and it would be a good idea to have a more successful year. I mean, if you if you're not satisfied, there's no like there's a possibility there's a chance for everybody to come back, which I think is really cool, especially with how these seasons weren't the same. I mean, I know mm-hmm. I experienced it firsthand. These seasons aren't the same. As regardless of how much you can argue that they really didn't change, they changed drastically. Yeah, I then, mean, the structure of the sports obviously didn't change, but everything around it, it's just a, it's just another layer to add on. And it just added another factor, too, because every single one of them said that not having fans complete 180 from what they're used yeah, to. They're it, used to that gym being loud. Mm-hmm. They're used to that gym being pumped up of energy, and it's just quiet Mm -hmm. like just to go from one end of the spectrum to the other is fascinating and a lot of them have said that and we've talked about it before fans fans give them that energy to boost the extra five minutes of play or that extra overtime that extra little crunch wherever they can dig deep and find it it's just insane so i'm excited to see a lot of them come back and i'm very excited to see especially walt add to that a talent ferris team that can get a little bit more running once they get practicing and get the actual season they deserve mm-hmm. plus volleyball will be better i mean i think all the sports around next year are going to be insanely good i mean we talked about football so many times and how they're going to have what three abc teams yeah pretty much yeah yes yeah, scout team one scout team two right yeah it, it's insane but you know 
we'll figure it out and i think everyone's a little excited to um do get fans as uh they've kind of alluded that slowly we're going to get fans back but mm-hmm. well soccer this weekend will have fans yeah mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the exact number i haven't looked into it yet but i would guess if it's anything like hockey it's somewhere around like a, a quarter i also wonder the correlation between outside versus inside because yeah. yeah. that's got to be interesting because yeah. I'm, I'm sure softball's had something I don't know if they've had fans because or they've not. also been at different states and everything like that too. Right. So well, I this, wonder if they've it's only played rules. one game here, I believe. Well, right, obviously one game here, but I mean like their tournaments across or yeah, wherever. I don't know how like, they, that, I don't know how they be interesting to figure out. Yeah, I know. I mean, when they played at Lewis in the dome, like there's not that much really space for fans in there because obviously they're playing in an indoor complex. Right. But mm-hmm. Like yeah. some of the other ones, obviously, like some. I think the other one was in Kentucky, the Blue Ridge, the Blue Ridge Classic. I think it was. Uh, that one was outside, but I mean that's obviously a couple seven eight hours away. So, but I it'll be it'll be really interesting. I know like there's a lot of people in the community. I know like my grandparents love to go watch softball, volleyball like this time of year, and just like there's a lot of people that are just waiting for oh, especially that new uh, stadium they got at oh, Ferris yeah, coming now in. for softball. Yeah. That that'll be nice, and yeah. the new complex that's supposed to be being built. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of people are gonna want to be here for that. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. We're just, we're just waiting for the gates to go up, and everyone's going to flood in. Do we talk in. about March Madness real quick? Or well, do we... one, thing I, one thing I want to add real quick is just that I think it would be worthwhile for us at some point to do a hockey story to find out what those guys are going to do, the seniors yeah. on the hockey team. That would oh. be an interesting um, one. Just because I know that uh, Daniels was unsure about whether guys like McDougal and Norris and, and, and Marshall would come back. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. I think, I think that would be, be interesting. interesting. To talk, and then Finner is the other one, mm-hmm. Lucas Finner. So it would be interesting to see what those guys are going to do too. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With the season they had, I mean, that's yeah. that's that's a really, really tough subject because, I, yep. yeah. I mean, it would be one thing if this was just one off year, but it's it's gotten They haven't worse. had a winning record in their entire time here. Yeah, yeah. so that's a tough one. It really is a tough one. Yep. But then moving into March Madness, and that was the, finally the time. Thir- 13 minutes in, you'll finally find the reason why Brendan Sanders is not with us. Allegedly. 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 Yes. Is he's just too embarrassed about picking his Buckeyes to win the national to championship. To win it all. And they get <laughs> upset. Probably the biggest upset in all of this tournament against so the far, 15 yeah. seed so far, Oral yeah. Roberts, who is still playing. Yeah. That is insane. First 15 seed, second 15 seed in second. history to make the Sweet 16. I was going to say first since mm-hmm. whenever, but I actually don't know the date. When the the other fifteen seed made it, Dude, but I think I still, it was they've 13. been playing well. I'm kind of shocked. Oral Roberts. I think they. If, I, I didn't know they were the best free throw shooting team in the nation. I, I had either. no clue. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. I was and listening that, uh, to the game and I was like, "Wait, best yeah. free throw shooting yeah. team in the nation?" That Ace Smith kid, or however you say his name, I think yeah. it's Ace Smith. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. dude is a whale of a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he is fantastic. Yeah, I I pulled right. up from Trey Trey Young range and just splash. Yeah. What's What's really going to be interesting too is. Uh, we talked about last week, or not last week, the last time we talked together, we all were talking about the upsets that could destroy brackets, how whatever upset could happen can literally destroy brackets. And I don't think anybody but Oral Roberts believed in themselves. I don't think anybody had that on their bracket. Okay, and Michigan fans did. Okay, yes, but that's just because I'm in a bracket with some of my other, friends from yeah. up here. When, I, when I first look at the leaderboard, like on ESPN, to see who yes. actually picked it, it was all Michigan champ, Michigan champ, Michigan champ, yes. Michigan champ. Yep. Michigan champ. Yes. It's like yep. okay, that 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 adds yes. up. That makes sense. Well, now that you want to talk about Michigan champs and being a Michigan fan, since Brody always talks about Michigan State, you know, 
I think. Hold up, hold up, back up, back up. Just, I mean, okay. I've, I, the only times I've talked about Michigan State is acknowledging that they sucked this year. I'm gonna acknowledge that in a way. Acknowledge it in a way. I but mean, hey, I, I don't think that Michigan is going. I, I picked them as my champion in two brackets, and I have Gonzaga in another bracket, and obviously I have Gonzaga in this bracket. But I don't think Michigan's going to get pushed over that hump they need to be for a championship without Isaiah Livers. Mm -hmm. I I can't see it. I don't know. They're a whole different ball club. The way that they almost got beat by LSU, I mean, that kid hit, I think, 11 of his first 12 shots. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Thank you. I can't remember his name. That dude's just, he's he's a real deal. And then they didn't even turn it on until, like, 30 seconds before halftime and then they did start playing very well in the second half but i mean when you get deeper in this tournament you got to play all 60 minutes well it you, starts with their game this weekend against florida state florida that's going to be, be a tough team i yeah after the first after the first game um oh man i can't remember unc greensboro i think was their first team they played mm-hmm. yep yeah i think they beat they them by look, 10 they didn't look very good mm. um, no but now they were lucky, and they were lucky to get on. that win but leonard hamilton got those guys rolling against colorado who by the way almost dropped 100 points in their first game yep. and florida mm-hmm. state held them to what like 55 yep. something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. so they're an elite florida's, defensive team yeah. they're long they're athletic and they play hard they're one I of the more efficient th- I think offenses this could be the and that you see if michigan, michigan doesn't come out ready to play they're going to be in, they're going to be in trouble i think and, yeah i think this is the the week where it's like if michigan wins they're they're legit if yep, they're not we're going to see like the what true colors we have on as far as mm-hmm. analysts are concerned this will be the this is the tester this is going to be the true battle that shows can we legitimately make it that far or have we just gotten the lucky road to get this far? I think the best part, though, for Michigan, especially that they do have Livers still on the team. He's still on the bench. He's still helping, oh, yeah. protocoling, everything. That's huge. The biggest thing that I've seen, though, with Livers, his T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Not NCAA property, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yeah, that's a that's a very interesting. And I, I, me and Joe have discussed this um, on the MBSP uh, quite a bit. And I, I know for me it's tough just because – I mean, obviously, the different perspective, and like I, I can, I can understand what some of these guys are advocating for, and it's really, it's just really a tough situation. I think it really comes down to what the NCA. It's really coming down to the NCA's image because oh, it's it's getting changed, and it's, they're not, they're not liking the fact that it's getting changed, and it's mm-hmm. reality. Are they going to accept the change soon? Because that, that's really what I think it's come down to, especially looking over how many times we've tried to change it over the last 20 years. Yeah, It's come down to the same thing. Especially with what happened over the weekend. I mean, with the women team going to TikTok, I won't talk very much about that because I have an article about that this week. But oh, oh, sneak preview? A sneak little preview. Sneak preview? Throw that out oh, there. But okay. that's just, that just adds to your whole point. Like, the change that that's coming. I mean, it's not just changing for the property-wise or getting paid to play or whatever. It's the whole aspect of treat us like human beings yeah it's it's the idea of an organization owning players is whatever like that immediately on the the top scale is wrong right like everybody everybody's identifying that absolutely and just mm-hmm. the the idea of that is why everybody is like this makes absolutely no sense and i think i mean it really just it's it's really just a complicated subject because we know there's so many different things that go on it within the players within the NCAA like what are they going what would they do with uh, the compensation like the and I know I think it was Tim Tebow came out and said well uh, a lot of these players should be more grateful because they're getting an education type of type of thing absolutely so it, it's, it's it goes both ways and we'll have to see how the punches keep flying mm-hmm. but 
I got to ask Brody a hot question real quick. Looking at this, you had Iowa as a champion. Mm-hmm. And Garza hanging his jersey from the arena mm-hmm. next to a championship banner. Mm-hmm. What a what a an absolute okay. What an absolute upset from Oregon. Okay, that yeah. was that's that was all like, I got to say. I Okay, so here's my reasoning for going with Iowa. I'm thinking that most people, I would say the the majority champion was Gonzaga. I would, uh, agree. I would say I that agree. most brackets had Gonzaga as their champion. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, well, let's say Gonzaga gets upset maybe in the Sweet 16 or Iowa beats them in the Elite Eight. No one's going to have Iowa past that point, or not right. many people would have Iowa. So I took a shot on a team that, if they won, would almost guarantee me the best bracket in yeah, our group. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't want to go with someone like... Baylor, because I figured someone else would choose them, or, or Michigan. Brandon. Um, I like Baylor. And, and hey, I, I like, like Baylor. I don't like I just kind of shocked, not going to lie, when I saw all of our brackets. And we all had a different champ. We all had different champs. Yep. Yeah. Brendan's, I'm not even going to talk about because that shouldn't even have been a champion, but uh, whatever. I think he let his bias talk more than anything. Yours, I was shocked about Baylor. I didn't think you were going to pick Baylor. I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to... No. I think it's going to come down to Gonzaga and Baylor. Baylor, I I just... I don't like going... I don't like going with the... Like the... What's supposed to happen like that as much because it's March and anything crazy can happen. I still can't believe Illinois got upset by Lola Chicago, but that was insane. I I wouldn't have believed that before I watched that game. But Loyola Chicago should not be an eight seed. No, they should be way, yeah. way higher. No. They have, they allow the fewest points in the nation. They have Cameron Crutwig, who is a legitimate big guy, and he's a lefty. Which, if you've played post at all, yeah, you would know that defending a lefty post player not is easy. not normal. No, no, no. Used to guarding someone going to their left shoulder, so yeah. when you start, mm-hmm. someone starts going right shoulder, it's a completely different set of defense. And then you're like, oh wait, I gotta go this way. No, and they Colburn also was shoot, confused. He was legitimately was confused. confused. They yeah. also shoot the three pretty well. Mm-hmm. They also shoot free throws really well. And like I mentioned, they defend at the most elite level. Yeah. And we saw that because Io had what, like six points? Yeah, something ridiculous I would, like that. I would be shocked if they don't make it to the elite eight or even uh, yes, a final four I, run. I think I think they could legitimately make another final four and push for a, a, a title. champion. Yeah, absolutely. If, I think if Gonzaga and or Baylor loses a game before they're Loyola be the would have favorite. to play them, I think Loyola would be the next favorite to, to make the title. They're yeah. that good of a team. They're that. I think they're. Because I, I think if they win and Baylor wins, that's the next matchup, isn't yes. it? Yeah, they, they would so. play Baylor as another so. one seed. And then think about this. If Lola does play Baylor and knocks Baylor off, they killed two of the top seeds in the yes. whole tournament. Yes. And, and they, they, have, they would have a chance to play Michigan. another one seed. Yeah, they played three one seeds. And, and then if they were to make uh, the championship, they, the champ, they could play, play, play Gonzaga, Gonzaga and knock yeah. out all four, four one, one seeds. seeds. That, that would be insane. Epic. But wow. yeah, it's been a crazy year. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say that there's been more upsets than usual because usually there are... You know, usually there's a 13 seed that beats a four, but this year there were two. I also feel you have a 15 like, seed in there, so I guess that's unusual. Right. But we only had one 12-5, which is a little weird. Something that ha- hasn't happened in a few years. I think the last time we played a tournament, there were three 12s that won. Yeah. So that's a little bit different. There were, there were so many like on paper 12-5s that you were like, oh, oh yeah. I had UCSB winning. Yep. I had um, Winthrop beating Villanova. Yep. yep. But Nova, you know, credit to Nova, honestly. They figured they did it out. not win no, a game no, without yeah. Colin, Colin Gillespie, Nova's, and Jay Wright had them ready Nova, to go. Nova's mm-hmm. that team, though, that no matter what seed they are, 
when the tournament comes, they turn it on. Yeah, yeah. And you Jared Wright's got the experience. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, I, I went with Winthrop from that game simply because I thought that without Colin Gillespie, it would take them a little longer to adjust. Right. And they, they'd only play the two games that they'd lost both of them, obviously, without Gillespie. But mm-hmm. I kind of thought uh, the 12, being the 12-5, the stereotypical also, upset, if you will. No, right. yeah. I um, also feel that a lot of this tournament was... Like the seating didn't really matter. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I just feel like that this 100%. was the first mm-hmm. year that that seating, number wise, record wise, yes. that just didn't no, matter. No, I one hundred. I could not agree more because mm-hmm. I think we talked about this a little bit when we yeah. first talked about our when March. We first Madness talked bracket. about our brackets. We were like, all... it's really top heavy. The one seeds, Baylor, Gonzaga, Michigan, they were the most dominant teams throughout the year, and then Illinois kind of towards the end they were really dominant. Mm-hmm. So like the the top two, especially Baylor and Gonzaga, were definitely the like the top heavy part of the bracket, but everyone else like two through ten. Yeah, like they could have been they anybody. Were, they could have been all been intertwined. And then how many around. people sat out of the tournaments yep. and all this all other stuff? Mi- like the, there's so, just so the many minor things that went into this season. Yeah, it was insane. The seating was definitely like I mean, obviously, you there was a lot of people that thought Oklahoma State should have been a three, or even maybe some of them even argued a two, which mm-hmm. eh, might be a little high, but yeah, I mean, like legitimately, two through five. Really, those are uh, maybe two through four. There were maybe a couple five teams. If like Villanova with Gillespie, you would put they would probably be a, probably th- a three, three seed team. Yeah, yeah. they're that yep. they would be that good. But I mean, it's come down to like there's teams that just flat out like the situation has just killed them. Virginia, prime mm-hmm. example. Yeah, they had COVID. Yep. They got there. They pretty much had practice via Zoom by what the reports said. Yeah, I don't yeah, think maybe got even a shoot around in. I and don't then, think they actually got a practice no. in. No, in I think they had a quick no. five minute shoot around and then they're like, okay, your game's on. Let's and, go play. And you know what? To be totally honest, though, Ohio's a good team and Virginia still looked pretty good. Yeah, no, like they yeah. lost that game, but they didn't get run out of the gym like I thought they would. Mm-hmm. And Ohio is, they were a sleeper team to make many people Sweet 16. They were, they were kind of a dark horse. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's kind of, it's like, I'm not, I, I mean, Creighton's a good team, but it's like, that's that team just the way that's been going down. Their biggies blow out in the championship game yeah. against Georgetown. The yep. situation around the coach, it's just like, that one is yep. just like market. They're they're losing for round one. Well, no. and they should have they should have lost. No, to they UCSB. should have. If you watch, if anybody actually watched that game, no, they UCSB's they, big guy had they, one of the best looks at the rim you would ever see for a game winning shot, and he just choked. Just missed it. Choked right off the left rim. So choked. I was so mad. And anybody that tells me like Creighton. Should be a contender. I just say no. No, they should have the lost. The only guy they have is Marcus Zagorowski. They're probably gonna lose this. He's one. not even that good. So no, he's a good player. I'm but. looking at our bracket, Brendan, and Brandon or Brandon. Brandon. Did I call you Brendan? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Brendan's not the first. Brendan is out of this bracket. If we just want to talk about that, Kendall never even put a team in, which is completely Cora. I feel so sorry for, her. but uh, Illinois, anyway, Rip Brody's still at number one ranking. That won't last long because I think I've got can only max out a forty now. Yeah, yeah. Like I said Iowa winning. I think I, I've got only got two Final Four teams left. Maybe yeah. only one. I think I went pretty upset you're at, in this at, one. You're at five. I'm at five. You're okay. ranked five right now, but you can max out the best. Yeah, forty. I'm on so your coattails. Baylor and I have three seventy, but I can max yeah. out at twelve, twelve okay. ten. Mm-hmm. So. Depending on how the rest of our brackets go, it'll it's come pretty down. much going to be it'll who, come down between Baylor us. Baylor or Gonzaga. Yeah. Yep. Which or, I think or, you know, champion goes farther, honestly, and I think it could wind up being against each other. Yeah, I really the, could. This year, this year is, I don't think there's two teams that are more deserving 
which you have. Of a have. championship, just what? because. Gonzaga Baylor? Yep. Yeah, that's one I have in that one. Just because both those teams were hands down the best two teams during the regular season. Um, I have Baylor losing but in the Final Four. it is March, and, you know, anything can to happen. Who? So I, Illinois. I had Illinois. Oh, yeah. I had oh. Illinois versus Gonzaga. Yeah. I yep. mean, Illinois, any other eight. Any other, any other eight. Yep. That's all you have any to say team. about that. Yeah. Any other eight, and they're, they're any, moving. Any other team but Loyola Chicago, they would have they would have been fine. Yeah, but. the one thing about, like, what I've noticed is a lot of these, like, crazy upsets. I mean, we talk about um, Loyola over Illinois, and then I would even say Abilene Christian against Texas. Yes. Small conf- small conference dominant, defensive efficient teams have been the pick for upsets this year. Like, those two teams are the two best. I think I think if you had, like, the two best teams, or just as far as, like, you redo seating and it's by defensive efficiency, we'd have Loyola against Abilene, I believe is what the, the oh, national championship agree. consensus is. I would agree. That, yeah. that, I mean, obviously, as fans, we don't want to see a 41 to 44 game or whatever that probably end up being, but... There are so I mean, many high seeds in the Sweet 16 now that I'm actually looking at it. I mean, you got UCLA playing Bama 11 and 2. Mm-hmm. You got Oral Roberts 15 and playing in a 3 seed Arkansas. Oregon State playing as a 12 seed playing Loyola Chicago at 8 seed. Syracuse as 11 seed playing Houston as a 2 seed. There's a lot Squatch of I don't think I think there's only two games in the Sweet 16 that are between one through five seeds, which is Gonzaga and Creighton and Michigan and Florida State. Otherwise, I think every other game in the Sweet 16 has at least uh, yeah, Baylor a six and seed Nova or higher. Baylor is one and five. Okay, Michigan, so and, Michigan, and, Michigan and Florida State, one and four. UC, USC and Oregon, six and seven. And then Gonzaga and Creighton, one and five. Yeah, so there's three of the eight matchups in the Sweet 16 that otherwise everything are including is a, a one through five team, and otherwise everything else is six through 15, yeah, because which is Houston's crazy. Houston's a two and 11, Oral Roberts, three and 15, like I just said. I mean, usually you would say, you would say you'd have like three or four um, upset picks in right, the Sweet 16. Absolutely. But I don't think you would say that you'd only, you would have five games of both upset teams. So, that. what do you think the Elite Eight is going to look at as of right now? With the let me let me pull got, the bracket here. I'll pull it up. I'll start with Gonzaga and Creighton. I think Gonzaga's definitely Gonzaga's got to win. That game. I mean, I just threw my hatred in the cha- or the Blue Jays, so yeah, I can't not, really go against it. I'm not in Suggs is going to lock down Zagorowski, and they're going to yeah. have really yeah. trouble yeah. finding the seniors. Basketball. Those three seniors uh, yeah. are going to turn it on. And then you got U USC and Oregon. I think I think I got to roll with Oregon after their dominant win over Iowa. I'm gonna go with USC. I'm I think, also gonna go with I USC. think Mobley will will be able to handle Oregon. Mm-hmm. I don't think Oregon will score close to 100 points again. I think that no. was their one time. That, that, was, no, no, that no. was their one time. But, but, uh, it's, just, it's gonna be a size heavy game. Yeah, I think that's oh, yeah, gonna that is. might be one of the better games of mm-hmm. the Sweet I think 16. It will. I'll be excited. But I think I think I'm gonna go, I would go with USC. In but that either one. way, they're, whoever runs, I think Gonzaga is gonna lose that next week. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I have to throw that there. Yeah. Michigan and Florida State. <clears throat> This I don't one, know. I'm. I'll be. I'll be Homer. I'll. I'll pay. I'll pay homage to Brendan. I'll go with Michigan, just because going with the bias. Yeah, but I have to go with Michigan. I'll, I'll be okay. I'm a Michigan fan. I'll understand as an analyst if we lose. I will too. I can. This is a bad matchup. I knew us and LSU would be two really tough matchups. Just I think because. as long as I we play defensively good like we have been, mm-hmm. and Shawnee Brown comes off that bench and ignites that defense, I think we will be okay. I think yeah. Michigan will beat Florida State. Yes. I don't know. Ooh. I don't yes. know if they actually will, but I'm going to choose Michigan yeah. because I think Juwan Howard is going to fire him up too I much. I feel like he is going to as well. Yeah, he's the I believe there's only two coaches I think in in the tournament this year that have been as a player and a coach, Jim Beheim and yep. Juwan, Juwan Howard. Howard. Yep. So he knows he knows exactly where where we're at. 
So we're going to get into a top-heavy matchup. UCLA at 11 and Bama number two. Bama's good. But UCLA's been on a roll. Yeah. That's t- I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Bama. I I have to, I have to go with Bama just because I mean, like they shoot the three ball too much in, yep. my, in my opinion. They shoot three ball too much. I mean, I think they're second highest only behind Gonzaga in three-pointers or or maybe Baylor one of the two. Um but I mean, their defense has still been good enough. I mean, they shut down Iona despite them missing at the beginning of the game. So their defense is their defense. I think is good enough. They'll get past. I mean, I don't see UCLA having the firepower. I mean, Ju- or Johnny Duzang's good, but I don't. I'm gonna have. I to, don't see them beating a good defensive team like Alabama. I don't either. And UCLA can also has like really, scoreboard. This is gonna be their first test of this tournament. Honestly, I would have to say. Oh yeah, yeah Maryland. I, no, I think Bama is decent. I think Bama is gonna play a repeat of what they played last year, last week with Maryland and UCLA, I think it's just going to kind of be a double dipper for them and they'll kind of handle it easily. Mm-hmm. So we got Baylor and Nova, Mr. Baylor champion. Definitely Baylor. Well, I have to pick Baylor then. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no I can't. I'm going to pick Nova just so I have that upset so I can get some. Uh, oh, so you want the points in the bracket pool. I want that's the what points you, okay. in the bracket pool, well, man. Then, see, that's your reasoning. It I doesn't kinda, have to be a legit. I kind of think, uh, think Nova is, isn't a fraud right now but i think they're not as good as the way they're playing or oh, they seem to be playing because run out of gas Win- winthrop yeah. isn't yeah. actually as good of a team as you might think they, they didn't, didn't play, play very they good they didn't play well the first and then team. who who did nova play the second round nova played north texas north, north texas. texas yeah so who does not have the they, they had a pretty good. they had a good game from um whatever what is that guy's name the their star point guard yeah i can't remember yeah, his i don't name. know his and name though he, he like leads the leads the entire ncaa in floaters i think it was yeah because that was the stat they put up was floaters <laughs> yeah floaters. that's a fun stat. I mean, he shot like five i think he made three of them I so think i mean my, hey. if i had to find a definitive reason other than point bracket i would say nova's always that team that you don't think is gonna make it very far and you do think is gonna make it very far and i just think that that's gonna be one of the upsets this mm-hmm. week that's true well and it's gonna depend too if uh Baylor can defend inside. Robinson yeah. Earl is a beast on the glass. That's, he's that's he's the other phenomenal. Thing he has some of the best footwork in the tournament. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. if Baylor can't figure that out, they might be in for a rough day. But I, I ultimately yeah, think that Baylor's speed and backcourt will will take this. So game. we got upsets yeah. King uh, next with Oral Roberts at 15 seed in Arkansas three. Yeah, I think this is where the the Oral Roberts uh, story comes to an end. The Aww. Oral Roberts fun time comes to an end. But Aww. you know that. That I'm gonna for, a, I'm gonna be I'm gonna man. I'm gonna choose Arkansas to win the game, but I'm going to be rooting for Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. I think that's what America's probably gonna I do. Think too. Yeah. Arkansas. Okay. I would say, I watch I watch the Arkansas game against Colgate because obviously mm-hmm. I actually picked Colgate as a as a upset, um, just because I mean Arkansas has been really offensive heavy, like especially going into this tournament and. I was really, really hesitant because, I mean, offensive firepower teams that don't have that great of a defense some get, get ate up, especially in especially Iowa. defensive levels. Yes. I mean, like those type of teams. And Texas Tech, I really thought, was going to be the hammer to knock them down. I had, I, I had it hard. I had an upset like, I think almost Texas everyone. Tech. I mean, obviously, there was a couple where I was like, you know, I kind of have to pick Arkansas just, to, so in, right. just in case. But, I mean, I was – I mean, Texas Tech also – I should have won that game on the last shot, but anyway, uh, I mean, I was I'm a little bit higher on Arkansas now than I was, so I think Arkansas could get it together because that defensive stand they had against Colgate really kind of said, all right, they can play some defense. Yep, and uh, they showed too in that Colgate game that even mm-hmm. though they were down twelve, no, they or never something like that. Mm-hmm. They they were never out of it, and no. they they ended up winning by like fifteen or something. So yeah. they were they pulled off some 30 point yeah. swing and coach uh, Mus- like muscleman yeah, yeah. He's, he's got those guys in good spot yeah, i think good oral roberts is going to use that texas tech game 
just a little bit to push into Arkansas Ooh, the and film. touch them a little bit more. The film. But I also do think Arkansas is going to pull it out at the yep. end. I will root for Oral Roberts just because, you know, they did annihilate Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Well, not annihilate, but shot a three and won it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so next you got Loyola, Chicago, and Oregon State. I'm going Loyola, Chicago. I have to go Loyola. I, yeah. I think oh, Oregon State is not... They're good, but they played Tennessee. I thought they should have been out of overrated. Oh, way overrated. And they played Oklahoma State, who was led by a freshman. And we know how that happens in tournaments. So, not saying Cade Cunningham isn't a beast because the dude's a fantastic basketball player. But typically, teams that are freshman led in the tournament win a game, maybe two, and then their hype is over. Yeah. I don't think think Loyola is going to be too much. I think they had an easy road as a 12 seed. I think Loyola is going to turn that on and say, hey, this is this is who you're playing. Yep. Yeah, I think the the only th- like when you look at it across the board, I think the only thing you can make the argument for with Oregon State is I think they they might be a little bit better rebounding as a whole. I mean that they've they've grinded out the games like to win uh, <laughs> right, these absolutely. first two games. They've grinded out my eyes. And, and like they are an above average three point shooting team. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not, just they're don't not bad yet. The rebounding and above three point shooting average uh, against Loyola's defense. Yeah, no. I, no. I I don't. I yeah, agree. It's gonna be. Agree. It's gonna be tough. They're gonna have to. They could. I mean, I, they also foul a lot. So oh, absolutely. Loyola is a pretty good free throw shooting team. I like Loyola in this one. So uh-uh. a team I didn't have going very far. I had the. I had them upsetting West Virginia in another bracket, but I have them losing after this week. Is Syracuse versus Houston? I'm iffy on this one. I am also I'm very Cuse. iffy. I'm going Cuse. I, Houston is a good two seed, and don't get me wrong, they're a good team. But the but way they've, they've been playing, close games. they've not. They've they sh- they should games. have definitely taken care of Rutgers, and they barely won by three. Rutgers is decent. Yeah, like, they had to play Cleveland State in the first round and destroy them. But then yeah. they play Rutgers, and they only win by three. And Rutgers, while they're not a bad team. They played in the Big Ten, so they've been playing tough competition all year, prepared them for this tournament, and they almost upset Houston. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, man, that one's really tough because I'm gonna have to Syracuse, go with Syracuse and, yeah, and Buddy Bayheim, they've looked unstoppable. I have to go with Syracuse but this time. At the same time, like Quentin Grimes is also a fantastic player, so it's, oh man, I don't know. I think I think Syracuse will win that game, but just because you guys both said Qs, I'm going to go Houston. That's fair. That's I mean, a fair point. Yeah, I think one thing I would add to that is like I think it was was it 17 or 16 when they made it to the Final Four as a 10 seed. They've they've been through this road before. Yep. I, the experience I think would yep. help. But it's going to be fun. I'm I'm excited to watch basketball this, this weekend. Be yeah, weekend. It'll yeah. be a good weekend. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be another crazy weekend of March Madness, and then what? We'll have one two more weekends and then the tournament well, this well sweet no. 16 is this weekend uh and then the elite eight will be monday i believe monday, monday tuesday eight. monday yeah. tuesday monday, tuesday and then final four is next weekend the championship Saturday's games the f- monday yep saturday's yep. final four and championships on monday yep why do we have championships on monday again i don't know i don't know oh. it's kind of a that, i mean it's even like a the, weird day that, the college i think it, I think it had something too. to do yeah i think it had something to do with a lot of people like zoned out so they could fit all the games in on the weekend so that That's people could weird. Watch. But I don't know. I don't you know, know the whole justification behind that. that. Well, Monday Night Football is usually the most watched football game of the week and that's on Monday night. Yeah. So maybe there's some, maybe there's something with like Monday being yeah, maybe they got some, TV some, traction um, or something. Some I don't know. Start the week off right because Monday suck? I don't know. Yeah, yeah sure. Yes. There you go. We'll go with that. We need more motivation on Monday. We'll end there. That uh, That's just coming Monday's off our Easter break Yes. That'll be coming right off our Easter break. No, 
Wow. No, because the next weekend next is week, Easter, sorry, Easter, so break. the weekend after would be. Or wait, no, no, no it is Easter break. break. No, yeah, no, that you're is right. Easter you're break. Right. Yeah. So yes, yeah. it's, it's what April third or fourth, third or fourth. Yes, yeah. this, yeah, because this that weekend when we and come then Monday, Monday, we go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then we and don't then have Thursday, Friday. We don't yep. have Thursday, Friday. So we have Thursday, let's, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday off, and then Monday we come back. Let's see. Is there a way we c- it shows on here what when the games are? Yes. So the fifth, April fifth is the championship game. Yeah, that'll be the Monday so that's we come the Monday back. Monday we come back. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just so we just so so we'd be we know what we're saying we're is we should have class canceled Monday. <laughs> yes. that's, what that. that's what I'm that's hearing. That's what I'm hearing. That is what I'm all for. Or if we have class, if it teachers, has to be if about any teachers are listening, a lead up to the game. If any professors are listening, yeah. it has to be a no lead class up to on the Monday. game. Yeah. I would say I would say to Professor Stack, but obviously I don't have him on Monday, so I only have Dr. Yeah. Ray and I have him for two classes back to back that day. I have Cammy on Mondays. Sanderson God, for what interviewing? Oh, that class was a joke. Somebody All right. was supposed to talk, so I could whisper <laughs> that, but that clearly didn't it's kinda, work. Kind of hard to follow that up. I don't know. I don't um, know what I to think, say. I think we did great work today, so I'm going to say break and uh, close it here. Later. So That's we talked about idea. the good old March Madness to end it, and without the illustrious Brendan Sanders here, he didn't get to have any hot takes. But you know, he's in a corner somewhere in his room probably yeah, crying, crying about, about Ohio, Ohio State. State still, so. So. Something there tells me he's picking Oral Roberts. I don't know what it is. I don't think something so. Tells tells me, yeah. Something tells me his new most hated team is, is Oral, Oral Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> 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 so here was the squad today and I was with Brody Kaiser, Brandon Worth, and I was Austin Arquette and that was the squad talk.